Hey, welcome guys to Wednesday 421. Hope you had a great digital day. Um, for my class, it was just project work. So unless you had makeup work to be working on, hopefully you didn't have much to do for me. Uh, if you did have makeup work to do, hopefully you got it done. Uh, and you can start throwing that stuff in the Dropbox. Uh, all right. So for those of you that are podcasted out, I'm going to keep this one as short as possible. This is the last one. Uh, it is 12 and 13, uh, 5.12, 5.13 5, 5 or 3.12, 3.13, depending upon which set you want to go by. Mine, which is out of order for the college board. It was in order, according to them, but what do they know? All right. Anyways, uh, the two topics, uh, balance and majority, I mean, minority and majority rights, uh, and then affirmative action. Uh, I'm going to go pretty quick with the balance of minority and majority rights because really it's uh, the standards are just taking a look at um, the, the fact that the courts have sometimes ruled and restricted minority rights and other times uh, they have protected them and they use the Brown case, which we talked about in the last podcast. So you should feel pretty good about the Brown case, hopefully, and the use of the 14th Amendment there uh, to establish equal protection um, and the case they used to, to show is restricted minority rights is the uh, Plessy versus Ferguson case. Um, so Plessy was arrested in New Orleans in 1890 or so uh, for not giving up his seat on a rail car or something along those lines um, and argues all the way to the Supreme Court that, hey, you know, there shouldn't be separate seats. And he's going to reference the 14th Amendment. But at the time, the 14th Amendment was still not being interpreted it wasn't being used really it was there people knew about the citizenship stuff people knew about the equal protection clause the due process all that stuff but it just wasn't something that was really legal practice at the time i guess might be the best way to say it they just you know you take think of the time frame as well and the race relations in the country at the time it was just something not being used uh, to support minority rights right um anyways so the plessy versus ferguson case is going to have the Supreme Court say, hey, you know, separate but equal is fine. And that gives us the, the policy that we had in this country for, what, 60 years or so, 1954. So there's an example of minority rights being restricted by the courts and the court's interpretation or lack therefore of, of the Constitution in the 14th Amendment. Now, in Brown versus Board, we know that they're going to reverse Plessy versus Ferguson and they're going to protect minority rights in this case by using the 14th Amendment. Finally, uh, they start using this thing uh, to to protect uh, minorities and the Equal Protection Clause. And so that's going to overturn the whole separate but equal uh, case. OK, so that's balance of minority and majority rights. Once again, trying to stick just to the uh, stuff that's in the standards. All right. Last thing uh, and the last thing for this unit is affirmative action. Uh, affirmative action is, in case you don't know what it is, it is a policy. Sorry, I'm chewing gum and I shouldn't be doing that while I'm talking. Anyways, um, the, it's a government policy, government-created plan, whatever you want to call it, uh, to attempt to help protect uh, groups that have traditionally been uh, discriminated against. Okay, And it was created... I don't know, sometime in the, maybe the the 70s or so. Um, and the courts have taken a look at this because, you know, the argument is always, well, it's reverse discrimination. You know, equal protection says you shouldn't um, uh, do stuff based on race and, and whatnot. Well, here you are saying that people have an advantage 
um, in the hiring process or the uh, for y'all in the school process, um, potentially of um, admissions to school and things like that. So there, there's a constant back and forth about the validity of affirmative action. And so um, the standard says, you know, we're looking at the debate on affirmative action includes justices who assist the Constitution's colorblind and those who maintain that it forbids only racial classifications designed to harm minorities, not help them. Okay. So just like with the last one, the courts have gone back and forth on this. Um, I'm going to give you three cases very briefly um, for you to just to hopefully understand the courts back and forth on this. Uh, first one is one that I, I think should probably be a, a, uh, a required case, but they didn't do it for some reason. But anyways, that's the University of California, uh, Berkeley or something like that uh, versus Bach. Uh, I probably don't say his name correctly. Uh, anyways, Bach was a uh, 35 year old guy. He had fought in Vietnam. So Vietnam vet had come back and had applied to the medical school at the University of California. He had gotten rejected both times. Now, the school had reserved 16 spots out of the 100 for qualified minorities right, uh, as a part of the affirmative action. Uh, program. And so um, somehow or another, Bach finds out that his qualifications were better or exceeded um, those minority students. And so that's where his, his kind of suit's going to come from. And so the question is, did the the, did the university's uh, policy violate the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause? Um, and this is it's kind of a weird one. Um, they're going to decide that um, any racial quota system supported by government uh, does violate the, the Civil Rights Act. Okay. Um, however, um, the use of affirmative action is okay. You just don't want to use quotas. So in this case, they're going to kind of back up the uh, the affirmative action case, but they're going to say, hey, you, you shouldn't use quotas. All right. Uh, two school cases real quick. Uh, well, these or I should say more recent school cases. Um, Gratz versus Bollinger was in like 2000 something or other, early 2000s. And then the other one we'll tell you about is Fisher versus University of Texas, which was in 2016 or so. So just a little more recent stuff. Um, in the Gratz versus Bollinger case, it's dealt with the University of Michigan. And uh, these, these students, um, Gratz, I mean, one of them, uh, female, white student, was trying to get into uh, one of the University of Michigan's uh, colleges um, and was denied admissions. Okay. And um, the argument was that the University of Michigan was trying to diversify their programs, their colleges. Um, you know, you go to college, but you're going to have your college of education, your college of business, and all those different colleges within the the university system. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and so the question was, you know, did did this practice of trying to diversify and holding seats for, for minority groups uh, in order to diversify, uh, did that violate the, the 14th Amendment, the Equal Protection Clause and the Civil Rights Act of 1964? Um, and they did find that the policies that University of Michigan was using was not sufficiently tailored, meaning you can use race, it can be something they can use, but 
it, it's got to be a little more broad than, hey, we just want to, I mean, not broad, a little more specific, a little more narrow than, hey, we just want to diversify by bringing in minority students. So you needed to kind of really um, say this is this is who we're looking for, uh, potentially might be the best way to say it. Um, and so the bottom line from this one is that race can be used as a deciding factor uh, about getting into the colleges, but uh, it shouldn't be the only factor and it should be something that is very, uh, probably saying it wrong, but you specifically stated uh, in the university mission, mission or whatever it might be. The other one, more recent one was Fisher versus Texas. Uh, and in this case, um, Fisher was a, a white female and she had applied to the University of Texas, but was denied. And she did not qualify for this. Uh, Texas had a top 10% plan, which guaranteed your admission uh, if you were in the top 10% of every of your graduating high school class. So you were you're guaranteed something. Uh, but she wasn't in there. So she wasn't a top 10 student, uh, but she sued. And she didn't get in after that either. And so because she considered race as a as a potential as something that was being used by the University of Texas, she's going to sue the university, uh, saying that race was, a, was considered and that it violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. So you know, that's the overarching theme here is the, the Equal Protection Clause. So the question is, does the University of Texas's use of race as consideration in the administration process violate that, that process? And uh, they're going to back up the University of Texas here um, for this one and say that it does not violate the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. All right. Um, it, so in, in, in opposite of Michigan, where it was too broad, um, Texas did have uh, the, the desire, the need, whatever you call it, to uh, bring in minority students uh, in a compelling state interest. So uh, they had it narrowed down. Uh, and it wasn't this big, broad thing that they had. Okay. All right. So there is that. Um, and that's all of it. All right. We're going to have a quiz on Friday. Um, don't forget, tomorrow we'll work on your projects more. Uh, but I'm also going to talk to y'all about college. So kind of good lead in there um, in class. So it'll be a fun day. Uh, I promise I'll tell you some stupid stories about myself, uh, mistakes that I made and things that I would like to have known before I went to college. So um, we'll, we'll come to class. We'll have some fun. Uh, it'll be one of the, the last times that I really kind of talked to y'all for a, a long period of time. But uh, like I said, it's usually the the only day that people say, hey, I really liked your class on that day. And uh, you know, out of 90, that's the, the one they enjoyed. So it makes me feel good about myself. But, you know, I can live with this. So anyways, guys, I hope all is well. I hope uh, y'all are getting stuff done and taking care of business and uh, as always, if I can help you, please reach out to me. Uh, I did a few things yesterday with some people, um, and hopefully we can get you on the right track to pass and graduate. All right, guys, take care. See you in class. Bye-bye.